with a southern accent. Yes, this is the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. Our number is 803-816-1170. And on Twitter, we can be found at Y'all Show. We're also on Instagram. Just search for the Y'all Show. This is a show where we look at all things Southern news, opinion, sports, politics. We even look at the weather, if it's relevant. We talk about music. We talk about plenty of football. We talk about hunting, fishing. We talk about everything that's going on in this wonderful region we call Dixie. And as your host, I'm just grateful to sit in here in the host chair and tell you all about the South, and we encourage you to let us know about the South. Reach out to us, again, at 803-816-1170. That's a text number. You can text any time you feel like it and let us know something that's going on that we should know about. If you have an opinion, if you want to tell us about something coming up that we need to publicize, we'll be happy to do that. We're we're nice people here at the Y'all Show, and we know you folks across the Southeast are nice folks, and we're just trying to bring the two together. Can't we all just get along? On this, the Thursday edition of the Y'all Show, we'll be talking about Southern festivals in the next segment. As the festivals that were really big in the spring, kind of winding down in the month of August, but you'll see a bunch ramp up in September and October. But we've got a few we want to pass along as we roll on with our Festive South segment coming up in the next segment. And then before we get out of here for hour one, I discovered a lady on the social media stratosphere this week that I'd never seen. She is a comedian from East Tennessee, Leanne Morgan. If you haven't seen or heard Leanne Morgan's comedy, well, we've got a sample of that coming up later this hour. She is a mother of three. She's in her early 50s, I gather, and she is quite humorous, and she's got some national attention, some celebrity admirers of Leanne Morgan, And we've got some fun stuff talking about her daughter, who is a student at the University of Tennessee right now. And we'll have Leanne Morgan comedy before we get out of here this week in something we're going to call the Fun South. And we've got a special announcement in Fun South this week that will actually occur next Thursday on the Y'all Show, where we'll have a guest come in and help laugh up the hour with us as he sits in. And he's a Southern humorist. And we'll tell you all about it coming up later this hour. As we start hour two today, we're going to feature books that are available for all you book readers out there. If you want to go to an actual bookstore and pick up a copy, great. But if you want to do it online through Kindle or Amazon, there are some good book offerings. And we've got a, a little sample of some good Southern books, a recipe book you want to check out. And we'll even tie in to the big announcement we're going to have later this hour about a guest for next week. Could it be that our funny guest next week is also an author? Uh, Could be. (laughs) We'll tell you about it. Hang on to the Y'all Show. And then, if you don't like Texas A&M, you might want to tune out the rest of the show in hour two because we're going to have Gabe Bach of TexAgs.com stop by. Gabe is going to get everybody fired up. Texas A&M fans and haters alike fired up for football, especially if you like the Aggies. Because in College Station, they've got a new Fisher, they got a new coach in Jimbo Fisher, and fans are ready to go. They are excited about the possibility of Texas A&M rising to the top of college football. Jimbo Fisher, a proven championship coach at Florida State, getting the big money in the Lone Star State, and at Texas A&M, people are ready to make that climb up. And Gabe Bach, 
and a friend of mine and host of one of our sister shows, the Maroon and White Report. He'll be our special guest in hour two to talk all things T-A-M-U. Oh, hang on for Aggie Talk. Reveille will be barking up a storm in hour two. We start our headlines from across Dixie in the Augusta, Georgia area, where a former National Security Agency contractor, Reality Winner, you may remember her story. She got in trouble for sharing some very classified information to the media, and now news organizations are saying that she may face the, quote, longest sentence ever behind bars for a federal crime involving leaks to the news media, prosecutors said in a court filing in Georgia this week. Winner's trying to get a plea deal, and with prosecutors, it's calling for imprisonment of five years and three months, but the sentencing judge isn't bound by that agreement, and reality winner's crime carries a maximum penalty of 10 years. And the Trump administration has made prosecuting government employees who leak sensitive information to the media a high priority. And Attorney General Jeff Sessions pledged to clamp down on leaks last year. Reality winner, the 26-year-old in Georgia, you may remember her story when it happened. She leaked information. I I think she was trying to be a do-gooder, but it bit her in the butt. And she's going to be in jail for a while, it looks like, if, if proven guilty in Georgia in federal court. Reality Winner, what a name. How would you like to go through life with the name Reality Winner? Especially now that every time you Google her name, you're going to see her mugshot in the Lincoln County, Georgia Sheriff's Office jail, as that's where she was originally arrested back in the summer of 2017. You may remember earlier on the Y'all Show, or I think it was Monday or Tuesday of this week, we told you about Melissa Howard. She is a Florida woman running for a state house seat in the Sunshine State, and she came under criticism after it was reported that she's lied about her college credentials, claiming she got a degree from Miami University. And according to sources, she is now backing out of the race for state house seat in the state of Florida. It was discovered that her diploma was a fake, and the university actually said that she'd never been a student or didn't graduate, I should say. Melissa Howard never finished Miami University. Not the one in South Florida, the one in Ohio, the one in Oxford, Ohio. But she also came up with a degree that wasn't offered, and there was a forged signature on her diploma that helped tip off that this perhaps was not an authentic diploma. But she's now... Dropping out of the race, reported according to sources, after admitting to lying about her college degree. I'll tell you one thing. If you're going to lie about a college degree, that is something very easy to trace. Most colleges make it very easy for random people. You have to actually don't really need much proof. If any proof, you can call the alumni office from just about any college and request over the telephone without even faxing information, or at least that's the way it was. Hey, did... John Rawl, and you really need to know my full name, which I'm not going to say here, but usually you need to know the person's full name to help distinguish them from anyone else. Did that person graduate from your university? And it's, in most cases, I I think it's public information, and they're almost required to answer the question. I think that's the case, especially if you went to a public school. So, yeah, look me up. And, And I, indeed, graduated high school, college, and graduate school, in case you're wondering. Uh, I have nothing to hide, and unfortunately for this woman in Florida, she had a lot to hide, and it bit her on the tuchus, and she's now dropping out of the race, according to reports. This was a terrible story coming from West Texas. 
As school started back in many places, including West Texas this week, a woman was helping out on the first day of school, and she had a couple of children, and there was a vehicle that struck her while she was trying to protect three children, including two of her own, on this first day of school. Charisma Ashley James, an Iraq War veteran and a nurse, died in the accident in the parking lot of Tippin Elementary School in the West Texas area. And a mother, 33 years old, was picking up her two children when a vehicle began accelerating toward them. And James, the veteran and a war hero, she jumped in front of her two children, a 10-year-old, to help save their lives. But in the end, she was killed, this mother, on Monday by a vehicle on the first day of school. She sensed trouble, and she put her life on the line. And, and unfortunately, this Iraq war veteran lost her life. Very sad. In the Empire State of the South of Georgia, well, times must be pretty good because thieves are having to get pretty creative in what they steal. Thieves in Georgia have been craving a savory snack, it appears, and some have made off with nearly $100,000 worth of ramen noodles, according to the Fayette County, Georgia Sheriff's Office. The thieves who have not been yet located took the packages of noodles between July 25th and August 1st. The noodles were located inside a 53-foot trailer which was parked at a Chevron store. I assume ramen noodles won't be affected by the extreme heat in the summertime if this trailer was not refrigerated. And the owner of the trailer, who said he was given permission to park the trailer there, there said it was locked at the time and the food was allegedly stolen. The ramen incident is just one of a series of thefts that authorities think are related in that area. Again, this happened in Fayette County, Georgia. A hundred thousand dollars worth of ramen noodles stolen i guess that would feed someone for a couple of lifetimes because i know people especially if they're just getting started after college a lot of times they'll say you know i couldn't have made it without my ramen noodles every night in my little one bedroom apartment in new york city or wherever they're living but with a hundred thousand dollars worth of noodles goodness that ought to that ought to feed a whole nation but not good to steal it especially out of a trailer in Fayette County. Also in the Peach State, this is great news as Robbins Air Base in Georgia plans to add 1,200 jobs in the Warner Robbins area just south of Macon, Georgia. The U.S. Air Force says it wants to add these jobs within the next year at its sprawling base. The hiring initiative was announced at Robbins Air Force Base and Brigadier General John Kubinek says the base needs more workers at its Warner Robins Air Logistics Complex, which is seeing its, quote, most consequential year for new workload growth in over a decade. So the Air Logistics Complex now employs about 7,200 folks who perform maintenance and repairs on aircraft and their components. I don't know all the inner workings of the U.S. Air Force these days, but something tells me that at Robins Air Base, they are having flights go all over the world like you see at other air bases in the south with these planes now able to just fly back and forth without any effort it seems to places like afghanistan as we continue our fight in that part of the world but good news in georgia as robbins air force base going to have 1200 more jobs added to it if you've ever been in texas and you've ever been on an interstate in texas and you kind of had to go and you knew you needed to go to a place that was big and clean, well, there's no better place in Texas than Bucky's. B-U-C-E-E apostrophe S. 
all over East Texas. You'll see them in the Houston area all the way up to Dallas and down to San Antonio in Texas, a staple in the Lone Star State. And one of the things they're known for is an immaculate bathroom. <laughs> they, they, they really are known for that. Well, here's breaking news for the South. Bucky's, this convenience store chain, has announced they're going to open their first store outside of Texas. That is wonderful news, and it's not even going to be in a state that borders Texas. They are going to open a 50,000-square-foot Bucky's on I-10 at the Baldwin Beach Express north of Gulf Shores, Alabama. And this store is going to employ about 200 to 250 people. Bucky's, which has 33 stores in Texas, does not allow 18-wheelers, and it is popular among automobile travelers. So that is their niche. They let the pilots and the Flying Jays have the big trucks, but Bucky's is all about the automotive travelers. And in Alabama, if you're traveling on I-10, going east and west, in lower Alabama, well, that is going to be a wonderful sign to see that Bucky's available for you with nice food and nice bathrooms and more. Go ahead and plan your trip east and west. If you're going to, to the Panama City or you're going to Destin next year, if you're heading from the west to the east, that's great news. If you're in east uh, on the east side of Florida and heading to maybe Pensacola, well, I guess you'd have to cross into Alabama. If you're heading to Mobile or you're heading to Mississippi, or even further west, Bucky's. Look for it. B U C E E S. That is the brand new convenience store coming to Gulf Shores, Alabama, but it's going to be on I-10. It won't be down on the coast. And you don't want to have it down on the coast because that's a much longer drive, especially if you kind of are uh, crossing those legs and looking for the next stop. I don't know where to classify this story. In Nashville, a lack of access to feminine products is causing teens to miss class. Yes, this is no joke. A story comes out this week from WSMV Television about a program called On the Dot, which was created in November of 2017. And it's an initiative in East Nashville where there was a need for an ongoing supply or dispensary of feminine hygiene products. And according to the people with On the Dot, a lot of Young girls were missing class because they didn't have the feminine products needed to go to school, and they were missing out. So this group says about 30 to 40 girls come in each month and are missing school, and they are there to help them out, get them back in school, and give them the feminine products that they need. Yes, feminine products are the lack thereof causing some teenagers in Nashville and Davidson County, Tennessee, to skip school. I'm not a woman, so please let me skip past my commentary on, on that subject. And that is one thing there. As a man, I know it's not fair what women have to go through and what men have to go through. I know that is a big nuisance for women for most of their early part of their life. That's something guys can kind of skip past. But we have our own problems we got to deal with, too, in case you think we got it that easy, ladies. But uh, no, I, I, I'm not envious of that little part of manhood and womanhood. The comptroller in the state of South Carolina is saying that the state is going to end the budget year with a $177 million surplus. Richard Ekstorm is the comptroller general in the Palmetto State, and he said the state took in $542 million last year than the previous year, 
That's a 7% growth in revenue, and it's good news, but he cautioned state lawmakers about rushing to spend the leftover money. Yeah, now that you got a surplus, people are going to be, hey, you know that money I was promised for this project, this pork project here in Gaffney or this pork project in Goose Creek or some other crazy place like Traveler's Rest. That's a good term. That's a good name in South Carolina. Traveler's Rest. Yeah, we, we, we need that money now. We're making plenty of money in South Carolina. Well, Exxon warns, no, not not so fast. But that's good news that a state is in the surplus. I love South Carolina's strategy on the budget because if I'm not mistaken, there is, then this could be in more than once, more than just South Carolina. But from what I can tell, South Carolina actually has it written in law that they have to have at least a break-even budget at the end of every year. There's no way the state, according to the law, should be in the red. Maybe that's common in every state. But I know about it in South Carolina. And Comptroller General Richard Eckstorm has done the right math in twenty in fiscal year that just ended a few weeks ago. And June 30th is when the 2018 fiscal year ended in South Carolina. But SC doing good financially, according to this report. We'll move down on the Y'all Show to Alabama. And the state is launching a new investigation into the Beach House Sheriff have you heard about the Beach House Sheriff, Todd Enkren? And I remember seeing a story about him in Etowah County, which is Gadsden, Alabama. The Sheriff, Enkren, I think it's how you pronounce his name. It's kind of a little bit different name, so I apologize if I'm butchering it, Sheriff. But in Alabama, they have this rather unusual law that the Sheriff can dictate in each county jail what the budget is for the inmates and I think they get a certain amount from the state to feed inmates in jails well he is taking it to the El Cheapo extreme in Gadsden in Etowah County and these prisoners get the very minimum of food and water and drink and a lot of them have complained and I remember a story where he said this isn't a hotel I'm running a jail, not a hotel. So he, he's fended that off. Now, the, the catch to the rule in Alabama's law, maybe Alabama has a good budget like South Carolina, but in, in terms of what they allow the jail jails to get away with, I don't think other states do this. But in Alabama, whatever you save from not spending on food for the jail, the sheriff himself gets to keep that money. It's kind of a way for them to make money. And this sheriff in Etowah County has this fancy beach house, and that's why they call him in Alabama the Beach House Sheriff. His house is somewhere around Gulf Shores. And unfortunately for the sheriff, it came out this week that there's been more than one person come out and say that when they were a youngster, when they were 15 years old and he was 29, that he had sex with them. A woman has alleging that she did have sex with the sheriff when she was a minor, and she's not alone. The Alabama State Bureau of Investigation has launched an investigation into Todd Entrican following these allegations that he had sex with two underage girls. And this happened like 26 years ago. So it was a long time ago. But in that same county, in that same town, well, that's where Roy Moore is from. Remember the man running for U.S. Senate who had been a judge in Alabama? was even on the Alabama Supreme Court. I think he was the chief justice. And he was accused of having sexual relations or improper relations with underage girls. Well, in that same place, he 
is alleged, Todd Entrin, the sheriff of Etowah County, of having inappropriate relations with underage girls a long time ago, 26 years ago, but still. The Beach House Sheriff coming under, custody, coming under some controversy in the Yellowhammer State. If you're in North Texas, Dallas and Denton and all the Frisco area, and you notice that, God, why are those crickets so loud when I'm out here, or even if I'm in my house, I mean, it just won't quit. Well, experts are saying that, yes, the crickets are louder this year than in most years. And experts are saying because there's more of crickets. Denton's Texas AgriLife Extension Office gets a lot of questions about this. And this time of year, crickets really come out more than any other part of the year. And they're saying that, yes, the county extension agent there in Denton, Texas, says that it's not completely unusual, but there is a lot more. And people are finding them everywhere in the office and abandoned tires. And a lot of them have died. But crickets on the move in Texas. And I'm not sure that they're beyond the border of Texas. If you've been outside lately, no matter what part of the South End, those crickets are are doing their music especially at nighttime, and it'll put you to sleep. It's a relaxing sound in most cases, but yeah, there's more of them. But I'll take crickets any old day over locusts. Remember when locusts, if you've lived in the South and you've had a locust invasion, that is, that is noise that is almost impossible to explain that pitch. Mississippi is a place that is a nice place to live and uh, really uh, an affordable place to live in most cases. And in the Mississippi Delta town of Greenwood, and if, if you've lived there or been there, it's a lovely spot right on the Tallahatchie River where the Tallahatchie becomes the Yazoo River. Well, LaFleur County is the county there, LaFleur County, and the tax assessor is now saying that LaFleur County has charged the wrong tax rate for its vehicle tags inside the city of Greenwood. And so 10,000 people who live in the city have been overcharged for their license plate. And that's a lot of money, and it's a completely inexcusable thing to do. This is all something you can punch in a computer. The state of Mississippi actually tells them what to charge for the license plate fee. And LaFleur County has butchered this tax rate for people that live in the city. Their excuse is, well, the city's got a different rate than the county, which is true, but it can't be that hard to punch in a number and double-check it and triple-check it and quadruple-check since just about everybody is going to be sent something in the mail about this. And the officials there are trying to sort through this muck of license plate overcharge in Greenwood, Mississippi, home of Great tamales. Love me some tamales in Greenwood Crystal Grill. Memphis, Tennessee, hundreds of items of Elvis Presley have been sold this week as today is the anniversary of Elvis's death back in 1977. A gold record, photos, and jewelry were among more than 200 items sold at an auction of Elvis memorabilia related to him. The highest priced item sold at the auction at Graceland on Sunday was a 1942 Beretta 9mm pistol given to Elvis as a gift in December of 1970. The price tag, $51,250. Also auctioned off at this auction on Sunday was a yellow, gold, and blue lapis ring 
with diamonds and garnets that went for $43,750. A gold record of Elvis Presley's 1956 album, Elvis Presley, sold for $12,500. And photos from his 1956 concert in Tupelo netted $8,750. Graceland says the auction brought in $800,000. So a very good day at Graceland as an auction held with Elvis items and nearly a million dollars brought in in the Bluff City. And again, we remember 1977, the death of Elvis Presley. In Virginia, a girl's love of dolls has helped save a baby when her aunt unexpectedly gives birth in the bathroom. What a great job by this 10-year-old Chloe Carrion, who was in a Fairfax County home with her expected 21-year-old aunt this week. And the aunt went into labor and... When the aunt complained she didn't feel well, well, she gave birth, and this youngster came and helped out because she had played with dolls, and her love of dolls had been around to help get the baby out safely, safely, and and it was a, a clean and and she was able to clean and swaddle the baby and even cut his umbilical cord with the help of 911. Chloe Carrion in Fairfax County, Virginia, helping. I guess this would be a cousin be born this week in Virginia. And see, playing with dolls pays off. I knew I should have been playing with dolls when I was a youngster. I was playing Army. I should have been playing with dolls. In South Carolina, this is the candidate today for D-U-M-M Dumb. We haven't had one of those in a while. But in Springdale, which is in Lexington County, just west of Columbia, a woman has been charged for stopping for a faulty equipment on her moped but while being questioned about that, she was arrested for the number of drugs found in a bottle during the search. And this was in a chocolate drink bottle the woman had. Elizabeth Waddell driving a moped. That should kind of get your attention, first of all, if you're a law enforcement official. And when they checked her chocolate drink bottle, hopefully it was a Yoohoo. I'm a Yoohoo fan myself. Hopefully you all have had a Yoohoo from time to time. Officers in Springdale discovered more than six grams of meth, weed, packaged for distribution, pills, and additional plastic bags, a scale, and a pipe used to smoke meth with, I think, all stuck in a chocolate drink bottle. That must have been one heck of a yoo-hoo. <laughs> but, yes, Miss Waddell in the Hooskow in Lexington County, South Carolina, after getting caught with all this in a chocolate drink bottle while driving a moped. And that is a glance around the southeast with some good and bad and ugly headlines for you here on this Thursday. When we come back, we'll tell you about some great festivals to check out before the month of August ends. We'll have that lineup. And coming up later this hour, we'll have some southern fun with comedian Leanne Morgan. If you haven't heard of Leanne, she has a hoot and a holler. And we'll have some of her comedy coming up before we wrap up this hour. And, of course, we've got much more coming up in hour two of The Y'all Show with John Rawl. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. I just 
can't stop scratching. Struggling to get relief from itching due to your atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema? If so, you may qualify for a clinical study testing an investigational medication for the itch associated with atopic dermatitis. Qualified participants will receive study-related care at no charge. Call 1-844-777-4824, 1-844-777-ITCH, or visit advandastudy.com for more information on how to participate. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. If you drink, don't drive. Thanks for listening to the Y'all Show with yours truly, John Rawl. This is the show all about the South, you all. <laughs> In the South, we have some great festivals year-round, frankly. Uh, maybe not as many at Christmas time, but throughout the year, even in the dead of summer, we've got some really cool events going on in the South. We're working our way to Labor Day, and there's some festivals up until that point that we want to tell you about right now in what we call Festive South. If you're looking to go somewhere cool and do something different and get in the car with your family or even just buy your lonesome, well, Festive South gives you a chance to hear about some events going around across the region that you ought to check out. We highly, highly encourage it here on the Y'all Show. First off, we told you about this earlier. i got to remind you for maybe the most unusual festival in the next couple of weeks, the Bat Fest happening in weird Austin, Texas this weekend on the 18th. And it helps keep Austin Weir with a festival right up the Quirky City's alley. Bat Fest brings together music, food, and bats. And you'll get to see one and a half million Mexican free-tail bats emerge from the Congress Avenue Bridge in Austin at dusk. Okay, that one's not really on my top of the list of places to go for the celebration coming up. But if you want to go to Bat Fest, that is going on in Austin. How in the world did they come up with that one? <laughs> In Austin, Texas. Like I said, they're weird Austin. I guess they're weird for a reason. For a more family-friendly event, we encourage you to check out the Kentucky State Fair going on in Louisville. It's lasting until the 26th of August. KYStateFair.org is the website. If you want to go to a state fair, Kentucky is at the bat right now. That's a good place to have an at the bat. Louisville, home of Louisville Slugger. Man, sometimes this stuff just flows from my brain and it wasn't even planned <laughs> but kentucky state fair now through the 26th of august in louisville and we want to let you know that another fair is going on maybe not quite as big as the kentucky state fair but in lebanon tennessee 
couple miles east of Nashville, just off of I-40. You have the Wilson County Fair going on, wilsoncountyfair.net. And the Wilson County, County Fair goes on until the 25th of August. It's the 17th through the 25th of August, the Wilson County Fair. So check it out starting tomorrow when that opens in Middle Tennessee, Wilson County, Lebanon. Not Lebanon, Lebanon. That's how they say it. Back to Lake Charles, the place in the south that has more excitement, more festivals, more events than any place I can think of. And this weekend, you've got the Arts and Crabs Festival. Not crafts. You've got the Arts and Crabs Festival going on Saturday at Lake Charles. Website is artscouncilswla.org. I love the name. I need to get me a t-shirt from Lake Charles's Arts and Crabs Festival. If you're going there, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to Lake Charles in southwest Louisiana this weekend. But if you're going, could, could I get a t-shirt? I'm like a, uh, should I say what shirt size I am? That's kind of personal information. Okay. This is purely for comfort. I'm a 2X kind of guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a 2X anyway. Sometimes XL works, but usually 2X. But if, I, if I'm if i going to chaw down on, on some crabs from the Arts and Crabs Festival, it might go up to a 3X if you're going to bring me that T-shirt back from Lake Charles. Lovely place. Just of all, just off of I-10. We mentioned I-10 earlier in the show. Yeah, that's where Lake Charles is found in Louisiana. Hopkinsville, Kentucky, August 24th to 25th. That's next weekend. The Summer Salute Festival. A great opportunity to to end summer in Hopkinsville, which is western Kentucky, only about 50 miles, 50 minutes drive north of Nashville, not far from Bowling Green, certainly right up the road from Clarksville, Tennessee, Fort Campbell, 101st Airborne. Airborne, you dirty, nasty leg. HoptownSummerSalute.com. Check it out. Hopkinsville Summer Salute Festival. That's next weekend. Also next weekend in the Volunteer State in Chattanooga, you got the Battle Below the Clouds at Ruby Falls. Check it out. It's a, a barbecue battle going on there. But, of course, right there on Lookout Mountain in Chattanooga is where the Battle of Chattanooga really happened big time, or as Trump would say, bigly during the Civil War. And you'll have monuments right there at the at the foot of Lookout Mountain for the soldiers that perished in the Battle of Chattanooga. And Battle Below the Clouds is happening next weekend in Chattanooga. Go to rubyfalls.com for more information on that. In Charleston, West Virginia next weekend, you got Girls Night Out, G-N-O-W-V.com. G-N-O-W-V.com is the website for that event. Obviously, it must be more of a feminine-type thing. I haven't done my complete research on Girls Night Out, but... If you're a lady, sounds like a fun time in Charleston, West Virginia. And also next weekend and and beyond that, August 30th through the 3rd of September, you've got the 82nd Annual Louisiana Shrimp and Petroleum Festival in Morgan City, Louisiana. That's going to be a fun time, shrimpandpetroleum.org. Two things that normally don't go together, shrimp and petroleum. But if you know anything about Louisiana, especially South Louisiana, those two industries are big in Morgan City and surrounding areas. And they celebrate that at the end of August going into Labor Day weekend. The 82nd Louisiana Shrimp and Petroleum Festival, Morgan City, at the end of the month. And also at the end of the month, going into the second week in September, in Watkinsville, Georgia, you've got the Georgia Pottery Invitational going on just outside of Athens. OCAF.com is the website for that. If you're into pottery, you live in Georgia, 
go check out the Georgia Pottery Invitational. It's a roughly two-week event in Watkinsville, Georgia. Well, that's a look at our Festive South on today's Y'all Show. Hopefully you've got some ideas of where you need to get in the car or maybe fuel up the jet and head to all over our wonderful region as we have a Festive South. When we come back, we also have a Fun South, and we've got a special treat for you lined up as there's a comedian named Leanne Morgan. She is funny, funny, funny. And this East Tennessean, we're going to hear a sample of some of her comedy when we come back. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawls. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Jessica Alba, entrepreneur and mom. When it comes to helping students succeed, I'm all in. And so is Staples. That's why I'm teaming up with Staples for Students and DonorsChoose.org, the charity that helps teachers bring learning to life. Join us by donating in store or online at staplesforstudents.com. Your donation will help local teachers make a difference for their students because every kid deserves a great start this school year. Hey, small business owners, whether you're known for designing dresses for divas or delivering amazingly accurate accounting, there's something that makes your business great. And Vistaprint is here to help you tell the world. That's why we're offering 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99. There are hundreds of styles to choose from, easy logo upload, and our team is standing by to help you out. So be bold, be brilliant, and be the person who gets 500 business cards for just $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code 7575 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7575. We work hard at being healthier. And what we really need is better quality sleep. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed intelligently senses your movements and automatically adjusts your comfort and support on both sides. This is not a bed. It's proven quality sleep. It's the biggest sale of the year where all beds are on sale. Save 50% on the new Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing only for a limited time. To find your local Sleep Number store, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. big smile on your face each and every day that we are broadcasting on great stations and if you're getting us through the iTunes podcast or any other web service that offers free downloads of our show, thank you for listening and we do hope the the smile flows from your face regularly on the Y'all Show. Well, if it's not, well, we need to step up our game because if you're not going to have a fun time listening to the Y'all Show, well, you'll probably not tune us in and we don't want that to happen. We want to keep y'all in the loop and keep you laughing. 
make your funny bone go work extra on this program. On social media, or as I call it, socialist media, there's always something you can find. And a friend of mine from Missouri Way, I noticed a really funny video off of his Facebook feed this week. And it was a, a link to a comedian that I had never heard of, Leanne Morgan. She's from East Tennessee, graduate of the University of Tennessee, go Vols, And she's hilarious. And she is really unusual. She's got a very thick southern accent. And she's got a life story. She's not just getting going with her life. She's, I'm guessing, in her early 50s, been a mother of three children. She talks about it in her act. And she's just doing really well. And her comedy is growing and growing. And we're going to do our part here on the Y'all Show to promote Leanne Morgan. Not Lori Morgan from Nashville, but Leanne Morgan from East Tennessee. Actually, she's from a place called Bean Station TN. And I had to look that up. I didn't know if that was a joke or not, speaking of being funny. But yeah, Bean Station is near Morristown in East Tennessee and right on the foot of the mountains. Lovely place. But she had no idea that that's where she would start her life after graduating from UT, where she met her husband. And and we're going to go now and hear a little sample of her humor talking about Bean Station, Tennessee, and the fun that she found when she moved there. We were at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and when we met, and I was getting my undergraduate degree, it took me a long time because I'm really fun, and um, (laughs) he was getting his MBA, and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm marrying hoop-de-doo. He is so smart, he can reconcile a checkbook. There's no telling where we're going to go, what we're going to see, what kind of life I'm going to have with him. Well, we graduated, and he decided to buy a used mobile home business in Bean Station, Tennessee. Y'all don't know where Bean Station, Tennessee is, do you? Okay, it's at the foothills of the Appalachia Mountains. Have you ever seen Deliverance? If you haven't, I suggest you don't. It'll mess with you. Um, He moved me there, and he wanted me to be in sales for him. So I did that day. (laughs) Till I saw a family drive up in a gremlin with the wind out and a nine-year-old smoking a cigarette. (laughs) She lit it off of her memo. And um, so I went home that night and quit. Um, that job, and I got pregnant, and um, I had three babies in four and a half years. It's right, it hurt. Comedian Leanne Morgan on the Y'all Show talking about her town, Bean Station, Tennessee, not far from Morristown, not all that far from Knoxville in East Tennessee. Now, she's getting some more and more traction with her comedy career. She's had the kids, and as we heard, she's really funny. I love the accent. She's performed at the Las Vegas Comedy Festival. She's also appeared on ABC's The View, and she's been involved in all kinds of different television programs. She counts Dr. Phil and Paula Dean as her fans, and she's appeared on both of their shows. So Leanne Morgan really got some exciting things going on with her career, and She likes to have fun talking about her own family. And now we're going to have her little clip where she talks about her daughter, who is currently enrolled at the University of Tennessee, Leanne's alma mater, 
And this is really funny. Here's a sample of that on the Y'all Show. All right, my second baby is my oldest daughter who's about to graduate from the University of Tennessee. She's 22, and let me tell y'all, I know every crow thinks theirs is the blackest, but let me say that she is a beauty, and she is smart, and um, she's done very well in school, and she's in a sorority and done well with her sorority, and she's um, athletic, and uh, she's mean, and um, we're scared to death of her. We walk on eggshells around her. She's not mean to other people or in public. She holds it in so that she can come home and like spew it out onto me. That's okay. That's God's way. But this is what I think happens. When she was a junior her summer between her junior and senior year, I think that God allows this to happen. And you little girls, that your babies aren't this old, just listen to me. All right, one day they'll just turn on you. And you'll think, who in the world is this? Who's coming down the steps in the morning? We don't know who this is. I think that God allows that because he knows that you're about to let your baby go off to college or whatever they're going to do, and he knows that you're grieving. So he makes them just as mean as he can so that you can let them go. And I believe that. Oh, ain't nothing like that mother-daughter relationship. That's comedian Leanne Morgan. You can find her info on the World Wide Web. Her name is spelled L-E-A-N-N-E, Morgan. Leanne Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N.com is the website. And if you want to see Leanne in concert, well, she's got an event going on this weekend in Sanford, North Carolina, Moorhead City, North Carolina, on the 18th. She'll be in Chattanooga at the AMAA on the 24th of August. Also in Chattanooga, a date on the 25th at the Country Cool Comedy Tour. And she'll be back across the South throughout the months of September and October. Lee Ann Morgan, I'm glad I found her on the World Wide Web. And we have to reach out to Lee Ann and try to get her on for a good laugh sometime. Fun stuff there from this rising comedian that is based out of East Tennessee. Now, our special announcement. On next week's Y'all Show, on today, today a week from now, Thursday, the, this day of the week, Niles Riddick is going to be our guest on the program. Niles is a Southern humorist. He's also an author. We'll tell you about his books coming up in hour two as he's got a fairly new book that's just coming out. And we want to tell you about that. Well, he's a funny guy, and he's going to not only be on our show, he's going to help co-host Thursday's show next week. So Niles Reddick, Georgia boy, native of Georgia, lives in Tennessee now. Fun guy, goes all over the country, really, with his work. And he's going to help me co-host next week. So that ought to be a whole lot of fun, our first comedian co-host on the Y'all Show. I'm going to tell you more about Niles. I had a chance to have lunch with him the other day. Tell you more about him as he's an author and what he's got for you to check out on the bookshelves when we come back in hour two. So we've got books and we have plenty of Texas A&M talk in hour two. You don't want to miss it. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. 
Nothing worked on my dry crack skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Endless scratching. The itch from my eczema is unbearable. Are you struggling to get relief from chronic itching due to your atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema? If so, you may qualify for a clinical study testing an investigational medication for the severe itch associated with atopic dermatitis. Qualified participants will receive study-related care and medication at no charge. Call 1-844-777-4824 or 1-844-777-ITCH. Or visit advandastudy.com for more information on how to participate. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business. Business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Howdy! Yeah, this is the Y'all Show, and we are glad that you join us for hour two of today's program. And those words there, that word, howdy, well, there's a reason I'm saying that to start hour two, because that is the greeting used by fans and alumni of Texas A&M University, Gigam Aggies. We're going to have a big Texas A&M blowout later this hour. Gabe Bach of TexAgs.com will be stopping by. With a preview of Texas A&M football 2018, Jimbo Fisher moves to College Station from Tallahassee where he guided the Seminoles of Florida State to a national championship five years ago. Well, they're looking at that similar magic in Texas this year at Texas A&M. And it may not happen this year, but Texas A&M fans aren't going to wait forever, but they'll give him a little rope to, to work with. And we'll have a full report on Texas A&M football coming up with Gabe and we'll also get Gabe's opinion on the Southeastern Conference as our SEC spotlight is today, later this hour, on the Y'all Show. And we encourage you to reach out to us here on the program any old time. At Y'all Show is the Twitter account. Our number is 803-816-1170. And yours truly, Herr Rall, as we say in Germany, glad that you've joined us here on this Thursday edition of y'all. Well, in addition to talking sports like SEC football and Texas A&M, we try to brighten the place up with some other banter on the y'all program, and we like to do something called Buy the Book, B-U-Y the Book. 
We want you to go out and pick a good book for yourself or share it with a friend or maybe give it as a gift. And we have some great authors that are from the South. We've got some great reads, no matter where the author's from, for Southerners to go to their local bookstore and peruse or go download it because the authors make money that way too. But we've got some good selections now on the Y'all Show. We're going to start out with a fellow that lives in western North Carolina in Silva, North Carolina, which is just up the creek from Cullowee, home of the Western Carolina Catamounts. David Joy is the author, and he's penned a few books already. He's got a brand new book called The Line That Held Us, and this is now on hardcover, just came out this week, and he's an author that makes a remarkable novel about the cover-up of an accidental death and the dark consequences that reverberate through the lives of four people who will never be the same again. So this sounds like a thrilling choice for you to check out The Line That Held Us from author David Joy. And again, he's penned several books already in his career. He's author of The Weight of This World and Where All Light Tends to Go, a finalist for the best first novel from the Edgars, and his stories and, non and creative nonfiction have appeared in a number of publications. He also has a memoir lives in those mountains in West North Carolina, and they are evidently giving him a lot of inspiration. It's his latest novel, The Line That Held Us, from Tar Heel writer David Joy. Should be a good, fun read. Now, this is more of a nonfiction offering from Beck Dory Stein. Beck Dory Stein worked in the President Obama White House, and this is a book, if you long for the days of Barack Obama, on Pennsylvania Avenue. This book is right up your alley. It just came out this summer. It's on hardcover, and it's called From the Corner of the Oval, a Memoir. Now, what's interesting about Beck Dory Stein, the author, is she was someone who was a nobody, and she saw a posting on Craigslist about a stenographer opening, but it didn't say anything more than that. She basically was going to blow it off, but she didn't. And she did reach out, and it turns out it was a stenographer for the White House. And she had traveled with President Obama all throughout the five years that she took the job and worked until he gave up the seat to Donald Trump in 2017. And this is a very personal look from a commoner. She really was a commoner. She wasn't in any kind of political job, I don't think, before getting hired at the White House. But it's a fun, fun book with a lot of stories. From the corner of the oval, just a personal glimpse of Beck Dory Stein's time working for the Obama White House. Again, if you love Obama, you want some fun, you need a break from all the madness of today's political climate, well, Beck Dory Stein has From the Corner of the Oval for you to choose from. I don't know exactly what a stenographer does, but she had that job. Maybe if I got into that business instead of what I'm in, I could work in the White House. Man, if I worked in the White House, there would be heck to pay. And people like Omarosa, man, we would have gone at it if I were there at the time that she was working for Donald Trump in 2017. This is a new novel out from author Charlie Spiller's Whirlwind, a Frank Marsh novel. This involves a drone strike in Syria, and it's a kind of a modern book with involves an FBI agent, Frank Marsh, Discovering an attack in the U.S. Army uh, gets involved and an attack may be imminent. And it involves sort of the Washington political sphere from this author, 
Charlie Spillers, and he's already written several books, uh, Confessions of an Undercover Agent, Adventures, Close Calls, and the Toll of a Double Life. And this book describes his experiences and narrow escapes during 10 years of undercover crime fighting. Charlie Spillers and his newest book, Whirlwind. Now to Mississippi we go, and David Sansing, he's been the official historian for the University of Mississippi, also known as Ole Miss. And he's got a new book called The Other Mississippi, A State in Conflict with Itself. This book came out this summer on paperback. And this emeritus professor at Ole Miss has a book that looks at the racial division that remains in Mississippi. Probably not the first book written about that. But David Sampson, he is a native and he has spent a long time in Oxford at Ole Miss. And he's got a book that kind of looks at the state of conflict in the state of Mississippi, racial division that remains in the Magnolia State. If you want something to, I'll say depress you, I don't think it's going to cheer you up. Maybe maybe there's something good there. I know his forward was written by the former governor, William Winter, who was governor of Mississippi in 1980 to 1984, and Winter usually always finds something to complain about. Uh, book, if you want to have some food in your thought process, any book that has pictures of collard greens on the front gets my attention and there's a new book called soul a chef's culinary evolution and 150 recipes from author todd richards and this is a book where you get 150 recipes with collard green recipes including collard green collard green ramen a reinterpretation that incorporates far-flung flavors of cultural influences and exemplifies culinary evolution <laughs> Lots of pictures, lots of seafood recipes. You got tomatoes, melons, fruit, eggs, poultry. If you're one of these folks that likes to experiment in the kitchen, Todd Richardson's latest book just might be right up your alley. He's a self-taught chef who's paid his dues in the kitchen, and he's had two James Beard nominations for Best Chef in the Southeast and was on the show Iron Chef. And he's uh, got the uh, restaurant in Krog Street Market in Atlanta. Uh, Richard's Southern Fried is what it's called. But Todd Richards, author and chef, with his latest book called Soul. And that brings us to just a sample of what I'm going to tell you about this book that came out right now. It's available on paperback. Reading the Coffee Grounds and Other Stores from author Niles Reddick. Yes, the same Niles Reddick I told you about in Hour One, who's going to be our co-host on the Thursday show next week. Niles, a Southern humorist, and he's written several books. And this book, Reading the Coffee Grounds, will be something we talk about in great detail next week. We're going to have a comedian slash author and a darn good Southerner sit in with me next Thursday. So you don't want to miss that. But Niles Reddick, his book, Reading the Coffee Grounds, and it's available now. Check it out. Well, when we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to shift from books to the gridiron. We'll have Gabe Bach of TexAgs.com. He's going to be our special guest, and he is going to get you ready to put on a helmet and charge the field, especially Kyle Field, where the Texas A&M is looking for big things from new head coach Jimbo Fisher. We've got all Aggies plus SEC talk as we conclude this second hour of today's Y'all Show. That's ahead. Stay with us. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. 
I had psoriasis on my elbows, Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. I just can't stop scratching. Struggling to get relief from itching due to your atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema? If so, you may qualify for a clinical study testing an investigational medication for the itch associated with atopic dermatitis. Qualified participants will receive study-related care at no charge. Call 1-844-777-4824, 1-844-777-ITCH, or visit advandastudy.com for more information on how to participate. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. And we're back on the Y'all Show, the show that's all about talk. Talk with a southern accent, though. And I'm John Rawl, and we're now joined by Gabe Bach of TexAgs.com. It is the premier website for Texas A&M fans to know what's going on with the Aggies. And even if you're not an Aggie, if you want to know about what's going on in College Station, and believe me, you want to know what's going on in College Station and what's going on in Aggieland, well, you need to go to TexAgs. Gabe Bach is with Texags Radio. You talk about a Hall of Famer. This guy spends hours and upon hours every day talking about Texas A&M, and I don't know how he does it, and he's finding time to also talk a little Aggies with us here on the Y'all Show. Hello, Gabe. Welcome into the Y'all. John, always appreciate it. You do great stuff over there. You know I'm excited. Good things are happening in Aggieland. I'm literally driving on George Bush Drive right now, right? George Bush has got his library 200 yeah. yards from where I am. Yeah. And as I look to my left, I see an empty parking lot that used to be a building because big things are happening at A&M and they're about uh. to put an underpass in. But as I look a little bit further to my left, I see my office. And then I look over to the right, and I'm seeing the A&M football practice field. So we're right here on the front lines, baby, mm-hmm. getting ready to get going. A&M, as we talk today, is entering day eight, eight straight days, and Jimbo Fisher has got them practicing out. The hottest part of the day in Texas is 4.30 p.m., oh, really? where it's about 105. On the field, it's probably 110. You know how it is on those fields. Yeah. And, and it is just blistering right now every day. It's the August heat of Texas. And every day he started at the exact same time. And he's got him. He says, look, this ain't utopia. Well, you remember Junction when Coach Bryant in 1954 took Texas A&M to Junction 
remember that movie in the book and everything else. A lot of that was kind of made up. But anyway, it was difficult. Well, last we checked, 80, Utopia, Texas is 80 miles from Junction. Well, this is a long way from Junction because of the rules and everything else, but he's putting them through the ringer about as much as you can in today's college football where you can't do two-a-days and you can't do three-a-days like they did back then. But it's been a tough one. Man, it's been tough on reporters being out there every single day, much less the guys out there practicing. But we're in the midst of a what we're seeing here. We're in the midst of a culture change, John. There's no question about that. It's undeniable. There's nobody that can go out there, whether you're affiliated with A&M or not. You go out to one practice and not see that things are different, not see that there's a big significant culture change. And I'm not saying A&M's going 10-2 this year because of that. And the guy who came before, a, before Jimbo Fisher won 11 games in his first year, he had this magic man named Johnny, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't think he's got a Johnny Manziel. There's one of those that come around in your life if you're lucky. But he does have background history of winning titles, and he's got he's got something about him where the guys are really buying into what he's selling, not just on the recruiting trail, which you see where they get the number one class on ESPN, but also uh, there with this group of players that he's inherited. By and large, he's inherited all of these guys for the most part, and they're buying in in a big way, man. There's no doubt about that. So life's good. It's been fun over here. Gabe, they just expanded Kyle Field about three or four years ago. Are you telling me that they're going to need to make it twice the size? It sounds that way. <laughs> yeah, no question, man. Let it go all the way to the clouds. No, I think it's a supply <laughs> supply demand. You know, A&M is a special place, John. I think you've been here for a game, and there are a lot of special places, and we get lucky, you and I do, of driving, of going to these places and being able to travel and go all over. I love Tiger Stadium at night. I really do. I mean, whatever you think about LSU, if you're an Aggie, whatever, but you like I the love, you like the bottles crashing over your head part of. I don't like that part. I'm glad I'm kind of protected by glass in the press okay. box. I promise you that. But I'll say I do really enjoy that environment at night, and it's and it's been pretty spectacular. Okay, uh, you know Brian Denny's Brian Denny, and you know it's like going to a revival, but it the religion is football, you know, in a lot of ways. So it's pretty crazy to, uh, environment to be at. I really like Ole Miss and their atmosphere. I like uh, I like Auburn a lot. It reminds me a lot of A and M in a lot of ways, but I don't think there's much that can beat the fact that in today's world with phones and and stupid Fortnite or whatever the heck they're calling it nowadays, <laughs> and all these people who they'd rather just be home in the air conditioner, and people are having trouble getting teams, college football, even Alabama to some extent, unless they're playing big games, are having trouble getting students to come to games. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. And in place Northwestern State on August 30th, and 31,000 students are going to be there. And there'd be more than that. We have 65,000 students here, but there'd be more than that if they could get in. But A&M has always put a premium on the student attendance in the 12th man, and they stand for four hours. They don't sit down. The only time they sit down is after the band plays for about five, five, ten minutes while the other team's band plays, if they even come. Or that's just their one break, and then they stand back up in the heat in the snow, in the rain, it doesn't matter. Whatever, there's no snow very often here, but it, when it happens, they're going to be standing. It's a special place and with a special culture, and it's been great whenever the guy has been in charge. It's been great. It was great. Bryant got it great in the 50s. You know, they hadn't won a championship since before World War II since before World War II. Uh, and let me stop you just in case some of the folks listening, because we're, we're beyond the Red River here on the Y'all Show. 
the Brian he's mentioning there is, yes, Bear Bryant, who coached right. at Texas yes. A&M. They don't call him Bear here. The players would never do it. He, he became the Bear when he got to Bama Boar. Okay. That was a nickname, but he didn't uh, uh, welcome it with open arms like he did once he got to Bama. So a little bit different. If you go to A&M, A&M fans will call him Coach Bryant. And if you find somebody that's an Aggie who said, I played for the Bear, he didn't because he never would call him that. I've never met one guy that legitimately played for Coach Bryant at A&M call him Bear. Okay. And so that's an easy way to sift it out. He welcomed that name a lot better when he more when he got older, when he was at Alabama. <clears throat> but so that's kind of a little bit of a difference there. But point is, Emory Blard comes in with a wishbone. He invented it. And when he got to A&M, they got great. Got the number one in 75. Jackie Sherrill, when he got here, it took him a little while to get going, but he was the million-dollar coach, <clears throat> highest-paid coach in college football history. Now, that was lifetime of contract, four years, one million. And, you know, and he got it rolling, rolling. And then, you know, everything else happened. He had to force to resign. <clears throat> R.C. Slocum had the decade of excellence. So the point is, and they've been looking for that for a long time. They've been looking for their Jackie. But Jackie could have won a bunch of national championships at A&M. Had he not uh, had had he not had to, had to get kind of got run out of there. So uh, the whole point is, A&M's got the tradition, the pageantry. They've got the administration is lined up in a big way. The ducks are in a row. Where the chancellor, he didn't like the past president because the past president was the bowtied Arbo and Lofton, who I really like a lot, Doctor Lofton, and he was a he was a student's president in a lot of ways, and he did have the most to do with A&M moving to the SEC. But the chancellor did have a lot to do with it, too, John Sharp. But the chancellor, I don't think it was kind of a popularity thing. I don't think he liked how much credit the president was got. Anyway, they had a little rift. He had to go. And then the chancellor goes and handpicks this guy from Seattle, Washington, the University of Washington, Michael Young. Michael Young. And he lets him do his job. He trusts the guy. He's very smart. And Michael Young goes. And he's not that interested in sports, but he's a businessman. He understands how important sports are to the whole program and the university's health and finance and everything else. So he hires the only AD he really knows, and that's Washington AD Scott Woodward, who pulled Chris Peterson from Boise State, who hired Sark before that. When he had to, And then when Sark goes to USC, he got Chris Peterson. Nobody thought that was going to happen. Nobody thought Peterson was going to leave anywhere. And even Oregon, where I think he was a GA, tried to hire him before. Many schools did. He pulled him and made it happen. So then Woodward comes here. He's allowed to do his job because the president isn't meddling in athletics and the ducks are just in a row. A antithesis of what happened a couple years back when LSU's ducks weren't in a row and still aren't in a row. And it's why they botched the deal and why they don't have Jimbo Fisher right now. Even the LSU people that are so close to that program and cover it, they'll tell you that fact. That is a fact. A&M's ducks are in a row. They were able to pull off a coup. Very few times, Johnny Majors, very few times, as a guy left a college program where he won a championship, voluntarily left for another college program. It doesn't happen. It's usually leaving for the NFL, Saban, Jimmy Johnson, Dennis Erickson, Carroll, you name it. So, But this doesn't happen often. Woodward is a very good AD, one of the best in the country. The administration's right on point, and A&M's spending money like crazy. You know why? Because <laughs> they're swimming in money, so they might as well spend it and put it back into the program. Good things are happening here, John, and it's all about getting the guy. I think A&M's got the guy now. I don't think they're they're probably in for an eight-win year, something like that. You know, Saban was six and six that first year. Kirby was won seven games that first year. I think it takes that first year, but 
I honestly believe he's building something pretty special. We'll see how quickly and how far he takes it. But every time I watch him speak and every time I listen to him and watch him coach out there, I feel like A&M going to win a national championship before it's all said and done. Wow. We're talking with Gabe Bach of Tex Ags on the Y'all Show, and he's buying or he's selling, and we're all buying. Let's go get our maroon and white right <laughs> now. I love it. I love the enthusiasm. You know, everybody's undefeated before the season starts, but there is something no special, doubt. something special brewing in East Texas in, in College Station. And I want to ask you, you, you mentioned how you've got the guy in Jimbo Fisher in Aggieland now. What do you see that is the most significant change that he's done to this program since Kevin Sumlin departed? What, what's the biggest difference we're going to see on the I mean, field this year? I think number one is just he, he, toughness. It's, a, it's just part of that culture. Is he's implemented a lot of toughness with his football team. And someone, someone wasn't tough? Well, I mean, you know, I, they, I think there was a flash program that relied on a lot of uh, a lot of Johnny Manziel, but ever since then it kind of just became relatively mediocre. You know, they won 11 games that first year. Yeah. and m lost well, four games Johnny's second year, and – after that, it just they weren't able to maintain and just kind of was sitting in, in mediocrity in that seven win, seven eight win mark. And oh, I feel like it was a program that didn't play sound defense. I don't know what happened with John Chavis. You go out and you get and you get the the money and the resources to go get a guy that on paper looked like maybe the best DC going, best DC out there, and it just didn't work. You know, it really didn't work in a big way. You had a lot of issues at the quarterback position, 15, and then all the guys transferred, and he really couldn't recover off of that in a lot of ways. Jimbo's just instilled a new belief in this group. I think there was a lot of just turmoil in the group. Uh, I go out there and watch, and I don't like to disparage Kevin Sumlin this far after his firing because it's just we're in a totally different world. Mm -hmm. But when you go out there and watch Jimbo Fisher, I'll tell you this much. Jimbo Fisher was out there coaching special teams the other day. I don't know if Kevin Sumlin was even watching special teams when he was walking around. I mean, most times Sumlin walking around, you know, swinging his whistle with his sunglasses on, and I hardly ever saw him say anything to anybody. Well, when when Jimbo's there, there's a presence. You know it. I mean, he's out there. Every play, there's something to critique. So it's an attention to detail that wasn't there before. I think toughness had – I think this team was soft. I really believe that. That's why you look at the the lack of being able to, to line up and run the football. Mm-hmm. That's you look at running the zone read from the shotgun on third and inches in a bowl game, and you don't get it. You get lost, drop for a two yard loss. Um, the inability to use the tight end that was a non factor in this thing, even though the tight end is so in vogue right now in football. Uh, giving up yards and bunches against the run was a huge problem on this defense. So. I just think it needed an, an installation uh, and an infusion of toughness. And that's what he kind of goes by, toughness, the efforts there in a big way. But there's belief right now that they're good. There's belief right now that they're on to something. And I, I'll also say this about someone. In 2012, he was the perfect coach for A&M at that time. You know, they needed to make a change. They needed an infusion of confidence. And I'll tell you this, Kevin Sumlin is a confident dude. And he's a high energy kind of guy. And it was the Sumlin, Cliff Kingsbury as offensive coordinator, and Johnny Manziel, that triumvirate, that three headed monster, that really did some unbelievable special things. And nobody can take that from him. And it was a great run and a heck of a year. But I think I didn't, 
I didn't feel over time that that was built to last. I feel over time. I feel right now, honestly, that Jimbo is building this thing to last in a big way. Recruiting, he's going to recruit. Everybody knows that. But I think he's building something real special, belief, um, and, and just a, a new toughness and an attention to detail that, that frankly, was lost under Kevin Sutton. We're talking with Gay Bye. We're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the building blocks that Jimbo Fisher is going to rely on to build this Aggie program back to greatness. We'll talk about that and much, much more with Gabe on the other side of this break. You're listening to Y'all. Our SEC Spotlight is upon us. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Jessica Alba, entrepreneur and mom. When it comes to helping students succeed, I'm all in. And so is Staples. That's why I'm teaming up with Staples for Students and DonorsChoose.org, the charity that helps teachers bring learning to life. Join us by donating in store or online at staplesforstudents.com. Your donation will help local teachers make a difference for their students because every kid deserves a great start this school year. Hey, small business owners. Whether you're known for designing dresses for divas or delivering amazingly accurate accounting, there's something that makes your business great. And Vistaprint is here to help you tell the world. That's why we're offering 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99. There are hundreds of styles to choose from, easy logo upload, and our team is standing by to help you out. So be bold, be brilliant, and be the person who gets 500 business cards for just $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code 7575 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7575. We work hard at being healthier. And what we really need is better quality sleep. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed intelligently senses your movements and automatically adjusts your comfort and support on both sides. This is not a bed. It's proven quality sleep. It's the biggest sale of the year where all beds are on sale. Save 50% on the new Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing only for a limited time. To find your local Sleep Number store, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. And welcome back to y'all as we have our SEC Spotlight. Y'all, the show all about the South. We cover music, we cover news, we cover politics. We've got great Southern books that we feature. And, of course, we talk a lot of sports and primarily college football. And here on Thursdays on the Y'all Show, we talk SEC football. Our special guest is my old pal Gabe Bach from Tex Ags and Tex Ags Radio. Every day, Gabe and the cast of Tex Ags, they are on the radio, they're on social media. You can watch their productions each and every day. If you're an Aggie, or if you know an Aggie, you let them know about Tex Ags. It is the largest website for Texas A&M, one of the largest, if not the largest, websites in all of college sports. And you will be in touch with your inner Aggie by logging on to Tex Ags. 
Well, we have been talking about the addition of Jimbo Fisher as the front man of the band called Texas A&M Football 2018. Who is he going to rely on as his backup singers here this year from a personnel standpoint, Gabe? Yeah, I mean, number one, everything starts at the quarterback. They've definitely got a, a big-time competition going on right now between Nick Starkle, who threw for 499 yards in the bowl game against Wake. You would think a guy who threw for 500 yards in the bowl game would be an entrenched starter coming back to the, the <laughs> next year. You'd think. But not so fast because Kellen Mond has bridged the gap in a big way. He had a really nice close to the spring game. They like Kellen Mond a lot, his ability to, to run and throw. You know, look at guys that Jimbo had at LSU. Josh Booty could run and throw. Rohan Davey, Jamarcus Russell. You look at, at, at Florida State with Jameis Winston, with E.J. Manuel. Uh, you know, Everett Golson there for that one year where you're splitting time more than anything. DeAndre Francois. I really believe Mon really fits the kind of quarterback that Jimbo's looking for. And Mon is a really smart guy. So is Starkle. And Starkle's got a bazooka arm, but there's something about Kellen. You know, and Jimbo said he's the, the guy with the presence when he walks in the room. It doesn't have to be the most talkative one. If that were the case, it'd be Starkle. It's the guy who's got presence and you feel it. You feel it when he's in the room. And when this guy wins the team, he's going to win the job. And there's just something you know when you know, right? It's not about numbers and charting and watching all the video and seeing who completes the most passes. He says, you know when you know, and the guy that wins the team is going to win the job. And I honestly believe this thing is neck and neck. It's going to be Monder Starkle. I truly think, John, that they're going to play two quarterbacks pretty evenly in the first game against Northwestern State. Either one of them will beat Northwestern State. And he's got to give Brent Venables and Dabo as much to think about in their 20-hour limit as they possibly can. A&M will have nine days at home hosting Clemson, and it will be brutally hard to beat them, right? Mm -hmm. But you got the gamesmanship of it. He's got to make Dabo and Brent think he's going to play either one of these quarterbacks. And I honestly am sitting here, honestly have no idea who he's going to pick. Yeah. So I, you got that, you know, one of those guys. You got Travion Williams. He's, I think he's one of the four or five best backs in the league, so certainly him. Um, and then defensively, Kingsley Kiki. He's a guy that at times was 325 pounds last year playing inside. He's moved to 285, and they moved him outside early in fall camp at defensive end. And Kingsley Kiki's a senior. He's a pro prospect, and I think he's in line for a breakout year. He never put up a ton of numbers, mm -hmm. but he disrupted a lot of stuff inside. Now he'll have an opportunity playing a little three technique, but also playing on at defensive end just because of necessity. A&M needs some defensive ends. They're, they're thin there. Kiki could be a guy who's got himself in good shape. He's got some beach muscles going on. It was not, not flabby arms anymore. He's This guy's got it going. So I think he's going to be a guy to watch for sure. They've got some good defensive tackles inside, and they've got uh, Tyrell Dodson coming back off a 100-tackle year, five-and-a-half sacks, like 12 tackles for loss at linebacker. And Elko moved him. Mike Elko, the defensive coordinator, moved him to the buck position, a will linebacker. And I believe Dotson is going to be one of those breakout players in the SEC this year. They've got a couple safeties they really like. Donovan Wilson returns from a medical redshirt. He got injured in that UCLA game at his senior year. Got off to a tough start. It was over before it started. Really, that first game of the year there at the Rose or at the Rose Bowl against UCLA in that in that opener, that crazy loss. So uh, Wilson and then Derek Tucker at safety. Those are kind of the guys, the players to watch, so to speak. Yeah. Everything starts and ends right now, though, with the quarterback battle because 
I think they're both good. They're two polar opposite style players. I think Jimbo could win with either one of them, <clears throat> would be excited to use either one of them, but the offense could look kind of different. And he's trying to figure out who fits best in his offense and that pro style set. I think either one of them would be good at it, but that's the battle that everybody's watching because they are two totally different kind of players. Gabe Bach, our special guest. Gabe, I feel sorry for Texas A&M. Do we need to organize <laughs> sort of a donation drive to Texas A&M? Because, yeah, you have a soft game in Northwestern State, the Demons coming into Kyle Field for that first game. But two of your first four games on this schedule, yeah. Clemson on September 8th at Kyle Field, and then you have to go to Tuscaloosa and face Alabama on September 22nd. You're facing <laughs> Alabama and Clemson in two of the first four games. Are y'all crazy? Yeah, pretty much. I, you know, I wonder if they hired Jimbo and then showed him the schedule. You know, once they once they ain't tried, it's like, man, are you sure? Uh, what, I thought I got away from Dabo Sweeney, yeah. but you know, then he looks at the 2019 schedule. He goes to Athens and to Clemson. I think in the first month of the year, on the road, both of them on the road still has Bama. You know, that year also goes to LSU. And so, I mean, it is just crazy the schedule. But that's life in the SEC West. If you want to play a tough out-of-conference game like that, and then it's when Georgia rolls over. Next year is going to be even harder than this year. So you know, life isn't getting any easier until 2020 probably when Georgia rolls off. It's pro- I think it's Kentucky and South Carolina or Vandy and South Carolina in 2020. <clears throat> and then you go Colorado's your toughest non-conference game. 19 is going to be harder than 18. But 18 is going to be brutal. I think most Aggies expect A&M to start 2-2. Two and two. Most Aggies expect the quarterback – it's a 400-level, graduate-level kind of offense. You know that. Jimbo, that's just the way he coaches. They'll get better as the season goes along, more comfortable with it. And so with that, for the first time since 2012, the Heisman year for Johnny, most people expect A&M to start 2-2 two and two and get better for once, for the first time since 12, as the year goes along. But it, that's, that's a tough – that's a really brutal start. Clemson and Alabama t- twice, both those teams in the first week. <laughs> most, most people believe that that's number one and number two. But how about what happens toward the end, you know, middle to late part of the season? The SEC didn't do – the scheduling committee did not do A&M very many favors. Back-to-back-to-back road games. And you really don't see that very often. A&M goes to South Carolina. Tough game. Man, that's a tough game. And then after a bye, goes to Mississippi State, maybe tougher game, and then to Auburn, arguably tougher game. That's back-to-back-to-back at SC, at MSU, and at War Eagle. And, man, you're hoping to go maybe one and two in that stretch. If you win everything else, that's an eight-win year. And I think Aggies right now – now, catch me after the Clemson game if they're going nuts if A&M loses. I don't think they will. I think right now their head's in a good place. Whoa, 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 whoa. You just called for Texas A&M to beat Clemson? No, 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 no. I said catch me after the Clemson game if Aggies are going nuts because A&M just lost a game, right? The point is A&M's 0-0 right now. So Uh, when you're 0-0 and you can think think properly, you're not thinking emotionally, right? (laughs) But college football fans are emotional, so they'll probably be emotional if A&M loses to Clemson. I'm saying catch me then, and I'll give you a better answer. Uh-huh. But right now, when everybody's 0-0, uh, everybody's saying the right things. Most Aggies you talk to expect about an 8-4 and four year because it is one of the tougher schedules in the country. I think LSU schedule's tougher than A&M's. I think Auburn's is tougher than A&M's. Really? But after that, I think A&M's – I think Texas A&M has the third toughest schedule in the SEC. Well, I thought Texas A&M may, may have had the toughest schedule in all the country. I guess they don't. 
Well, I mean, look at Auburn. Well, they go A&M at Georgia and at Alabama to close. I think that's really, really tough. Have to go to Mississippi State. So, And then have the, the opening game against Washington. That is a really tough schedule. And I've always thought LSU had the toughest schedule in college football. I mean, they're, they're stretching the middle there. They have to go to Auburn early. They play Miami in week one. But that stretch where they go at Florida, Georgia, Mississippi State, and Alabama, four in a row. At Florida, Georgia, Mississippi State, and Alabama. That is just an incredibly – and they have to go to A&M with Jimbo, the guy that they let slip out of their hands. So – it is not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. I think LSU's got the toughest schedule. Okay. Well, Gabe, we, we love how you just bring it. We love it. You, and if you want more Gabe, not only on the Y'all Show, well, tune in every day to Tex-Ags Radio. You can, what's the best, easiest way for people to find your radio on social media or whatever? I think the easiest way, well, you can go to at Tex-Ags Radio on Twitter. All the information is there. Okay. <laughs> you can go to RadioAggieLand.com and okay. download the mobile site, all that. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. <clears throat> Appreciate all the plugs, texags.com. We're doing a lot of cool stuff there. So we'd love any Aggie listening or SEC people. we got a big community of SEC, non-Aggies, but SEC people. This board does, you know, a couple, one to two million page views a day. It is incredibly uh, busy. So if you want to go start and, and be a part of conversation, not just around A&M sports, but around uh, around the entire SEC, we're doing that every single day, so we'd love to have anybody, anybody and everybody that wants to jump on. And a reminder, you don't just get Gabe's lovely voice. You can actually watch Gabe's pretty face on some, <laughs> of, these, some of these things. Hey, face, face, for, uh, face for radio, voice for Prince, what uh, Olin said. <laughs> I think Olin says, face for radio, voice for rodeo. Yeah, he's talking he about Olin Buchanan, who's been a long-time <laughs> college football writer, and he's part of the yep. Tex-Ag staff. And, again, just sure. a, an incredible – website and uh, doing all kind of good stuff for Texas A&M fans and more. Well, Gabe, here on the Y'all Show, we're not just about college sports. We're about all things Southern. And so for those who haven't been to College Station, for those SEC fans who are Clemson fans looking to maybe come to Texas for the first time and, and see an Aggie game or check out the area, what are your best recommendations? I've got mine, which is Sotolax, uh, not far from College oh, Station. Oh, yeah. With their what are the what is their specialty there the country steak or something like that oh their chicken fried steak there you the go charts. chicken yeah, fried yeah. steak is awesome there yeah. but I know Gabe Bach is a real insider on great food in the area so give us a one or two places you'd recommend my wife tells me I've, I'm way too big of an insider on food there's no doubt so we're trying to work on that but uh, I would say Good Bull Barbecue it's right down from us four doors down from Texas right on George Bush Drive across from campus okay. great barbecue there Roy Mays the Oldest Yale leader in school history. He was a, a war veteran and and then came back to school in his 30s. He had a teenage daughter and was a, a Yale leader, which is one of the five guys that stand up there and lead all the chants and go to do midnight yell and everything else. Probably so, what you did was, when you were at A&M. No, no, I was never popular enough for that. No doubt. <laughs> but, uh, so, Roy, so Roy's the operator there. Uh, I definitely think Mad Taco gets you something unique because they've got this tamale bread, not a tortilla. This tamale bread that looks like a tortilla, but it'll knock your socks off. So definitely think Mad Taco. And I'm all about, like you said, the chicken fried steak. I like Sotolex Longhorn Tavern in downtown Bryan. If you can get to downtown Bryan, go check that place out. A lot of really, really good. If you want to eat a steak, uh, my boy Wade and the Republic will do you right. And they just got a brand new building. Really? That is off the charts. And it's really close to campus, the Republic Steakhouse. And my wife and my favorite place is Christopher's. It's way out. It's east of. It's a little drive. 
but it's only tech, technically it's like six minutes from camp. I mean, so it's not that far. Are we talking about Piney Woods? Where, where are we talking about? No, no, it's in it's in Bryan. It just okay. takes you about five or ten minutes to get there. Okay. It's not really it, – it's not right next to campus like a lot of these. Mm-hmm. This is going to take you about a ten-minute drive from campus. But Christopher's World Cuisine, this guy's a, an incredible, world-renowned chef. He's been doing this for about 20 years here with his restaurant, and it is really, really good. All right. Well, we're, we're also not just about food. We like our music, too. So where can we get some good tunage in Bryan College Station? Oh, man, you got to go to Hurricane Harry's on Friday nights if you come in for a home game. Hurricane Harry's got all the Texas country music. Pat Green comes through there, Robert O'Keen. You know, Lyle Lovett's an Aggie. Robert O'Keen's an Aggie. And they'll, they'll swing in by there. All kinds of good, uh, good co- Texas country music, good dancing. So, you know, we're not about the swing dancing as much as we're about the two-step in Aggieland or Texas. So you can definitely go do that. I would think that's the best one. Okay. And that's definitely where, you know, people in my age, in their 30s, try to avoid the old uh, 18 to 22 crowd a lot of times. So we go to Hurricane Harris. <laughs> okay. Hey, don't leave out two other great Aggies with country music connections, okay? Please don't. You got Bubba Strait, George's son. Yep. yep. And Rick Trevino. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, the list really goes on. Roger Krieger's an Aggie. There's a bunch of really good Ags doing doing some great work out there in the country music scene. Hey, well, in a sports scene, I want to quickly give some love. You had a great feature on Tex Ags about a friend of yours who just got inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this past week, Shereen Williams. Tell us about that. Yeah, that was really cool. Shereen Williams started at the battalion covering sports as a student at A&M. She got hired by the Bryan College Station Eagle and in the early 90s covering a and football. And in 1993, the offseason before the 93 season, she got hired by the Fort Worth Star-Telegram to cover the Dallas Cowboys. Covered them, still covers them. Uh, part of the layoffs a couple years back, but uh, still doing work up in Dallas. Pro football talk nationally with ESP, or NBC Sports. Uh, she, you, you probably seen her on back in cold pizza days on ESPN, the first take and all that. She's spectacular. And she got inducted into the writer's wing of the pro football hall of fame. <clears throat> now there've been women in the, uh, to get the Pete Rosell award on the broadcaster's wing. Right. And you know, Leslie Visser, I think was the first to get that. And then uh, Andrea Kramer went in this year, but there's never been a woman get the Dick McCann award in the writer's wing of the pro football hall of fame until now she's an Aggie. You know, uh, there's only been one Aggie inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and that was Yell Larry of the Detroit Lions way back in the 50s, early 60s. And Yell Larry's in the Hall of Fame, and there are a lot of Aggies like Lester Hayes and Richmond Webb and you know, Jacob Green and Ray Childress, Vaughn Miller and Shane Leckler, the punter. They'll probably get in. A lot of former A&M uh, players and former NFL players that should, I think, be considered. But uh, only one is in, so Shereen's the second one. Now, Olin Buchanan, our columnist, followed her and got the job at the Eagle when she left in 93. So it's only fitting that our columnist and Heisman voter, Olin Buchanan, follow Shereen Williams into the Pro Football Hall of Fame next year. That's what I'm calling for. Well, she may be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but Gabe, we're putting you in the Y'all of Fame. The the fame of all things Southern. Hey, I I have to ask you this since we're talking pro football with you. Tex Ags was always so close with Johnny Football. What's going on with him? And I don't want you to spend a lot of time on this, but quickly tell us, is he going to be okay in Canada? Is he going to get back? Uh, I mean, I I think his head's in a really good spot. That's always been the key with Johnny. I think he's in a good place right now, so that's important. 
But what I will say is Canada's a different ball game, man, and he was out of the game for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think Mike Sherman's lost up there. I mean, really? it's more than just it's more than just that that video we saw of him trying to pull his microphone out of his shirt and everything else this past <laughs> week, which is funny. But Mike Sherman is a, a rigid eleven man football guy, NFL, right? Uh-huh. And I just I think he's so, he's so he just kind of got up there and he's on the CFL's version of the Cleveland Browns and they don't have any players and he hasn't figured out how to use that 12th man, a 12th member of offense and defensive football. And, and then you got Johnny who he spent four practices before getting a start. Stephen McGee was on the show with me today, former A&M and NFL quarterback. And he spent, uh, he spent one season in Hamilton and Stephen McGee said he had it took him about two months before he could even think about participating in a CFL game without his head spinning. Johnny was in, at two different places in five weeks and only practiced four times with uh, Montreal. Wow. And they're the worst team in the league. And it was against the team that knows him so well, the team that traded him. So, you know, there were a lot of reasons why he struggled. His own unfamiliarity, unfamiliarity with the CFL was probably a big part of it. Reading twelve defenders and you know coverages are way different when you got that extra guy mm-hmm. and throwing picks out there. Also, two of those were drops that into the hands of the Hamilton defenders. So two of the four, not all of it was his fault. Um, actually, hardly any of it was his fault, frankly, uh, because I just don't think he should have been put in a situation. Even his agent said that probably should have been put in a situation to be playing that quickly. Yeah. He needs to work it out and figure it out. I wouldn't put it past Johnny to get over this thing, though, because he's one heck of a competitor. And I think he's clean, committed to clean living right now, and he's been through hell and back. So if he's been through what he's been through the last couple of years and got back on a field, he's kind of already won in a lot of ways. And that's what his comeback season is all about. It's more than just coming back in football. And so I think if he can overcome that, and that was a lot to overcome, John. Yeah. If he can overcome that, he can overcome this. Gabe Bot. Hey, I'm surprised that Texas A&M has let Canada have 12 men on the field. I thought when you know talk about 12 men, we're talking <laughs> Texas A&M, not CFL. I don't know I how I know they- it, man. Hey, they they took us the Seattle Seahawks to task. I know. Hey, we need to go up north of the border. Yeah, let's declare war on Canada. <laughs> That's right. Gabe. Home of the 13th man, you better look out. We may have that trademark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabe Bach. Thank you, sir. What a great report from College Station, Texas, and Aggieland. Thank you, John. <laughs> well, the clock on the wall says we are all out of time on this edition of the Y'all Show. So join us tomorrow for our Friday Bonanza. We're going to have a great time looking back at some interviews from earlier in the week, and we'll get you set for the weekend. It's the Friday Y'all coming at you tomorrow. I'm John Rawls signing off. Thanks for listening to Y'all, the show with a southern accent. Endless scratching. The itch from my eczema is unbearable. Are you struggling to get relief from chronic itching due to your atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema? If so, you may qualify for a clinical study testing an investigational medication for the severe itch associated with atopic dermatitis. Qualified participants will receive study-related care and medication at no charge. Call 1-844-777-4824 or 1-844-777-ITCH. Or visit advandastudy.com for more information on how to participate. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. 
<sighs> Moving expenses? <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646.